Hello and welcome to the first ever Movie Drone Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. And we are here to talk about movies. We're going to try and talk about movies. We're going to try. It's not been going too good so far. <laughs> <as> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll be straight up front with you. We had an amazing rehearsal. We've got an amazing rehearsal tape. We were really optimistic about it. And we just need to... We're a little bit of stage fright coming yeah, up tonight. There is. I think yeah. there is. So um, just to give everyone a background, we've known each other for nine years. Nine long years. <laughs> Very long, yeah. <laughs> yeah most uh, of which sort of felt that we're in tonight. But, yeah. you know. And so, um, yeah, so we have to basically go out and walk the dogs every day and find something to talk about. Come rain or come shine. Come rain, come shine. Yeah, we're out walking. Yeah, so um, we've basically found out through those nine years that um, we have different things that we like doing. Um, I don't like... People? Yeah, basically people. (laughs) DIY, stuff like that. Mark's really good at that, but he can't actually do anything with a computer, turn it on or anything. But the one thing I think that we've actually got in common is that we do like movies. We do like movies. Yeah. So um, we decided to cobble some stuff together. Yeah, we thought we'd... We we both listen to a lot of podcasts, and it's sort of the one... I don't know if you want to call it an art, but it's the one art for us that's reachable. Neither of us can sing or dance. (laughs) And we're good at sitting down. We're good at sitting down. (laughs) We can talk complete rubbish for hours on end. So, welcome. Yeah, so hence the name Movie Drone. So, um, that's how that came about. So, yeah, just to give you a little rundown, um, we do have... uh, plan for the show basically um it does involve movies um we're going to start off with a bit of news um and then we are going to go on to a review oh this ideally is going to be a new film the first and main review will be a new film yeah i mean just to tell we are a couple a week or so behind yeah, at the moment we've had to get some gear together surprising how much equipment that you need to do a podcast Chairs. Chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I'm sitting in a nice comfy chair, that's all you need to worry about. So yeah, so so we've we've basically um we're about a week or so behind, but we will catch up. We will actually get out on mandates and visit the cinema and, and, and catch up and do something slightly more recent. Yeah, I mean the I think this one deserved its review. We both watched it. It's one that is gonna ignite a lot of conversation. Um and hopefully which we'll discuss later with the spoilers, it won't have too much of an effect when we start discussing it. Yeah. So um, just to to go with this, um, just a couple of warnings. Um, The first one is there is a likelihood that we may swear. Yeah, we're not prolific swearers, but... Oh, I can. You can do. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to be nice, but (laughs) some sentences need enhancing, sometimes they don't. We'll keep it to a minimum. So we'll put a um, a warning in the show notes just so that people know that there could be some bad language. And the second one is we thought long and hard about how we deal with the film review, whether we will do what other podcasts do and have spoiler discussion at the end. But we have decided for the first one, until we're told that it didn't work or it doesn't work, that we are going to discuss the film as it is um with no spoiler discussion so there will be um we will explain things if you haven't seen the film you certainly uh, want to see it you're gonna have to go back to it yeah there, there are there will be spoilers from the start it's one of those films that we couldn't dodge we couldn't get around i don't think it's possible to do a good review of the film without putting the spoilers in um so if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be sport then turn off now and come back and listen once you've given it a watch 
Yeah, so basically that's the way that we're going to go. If um, There will be a comment section that you can leave um, on the podcast if you would prefer us to do spoilers in the future. We're totally open to it. Um, we just decided that we thought it might be a bit of more of an organic um, discussion if we kept yeah. them in. And less editing when we realise that we've given out loads of spoilers and we've ruined it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it does actually save me on the editing <laughs> yeah. when Mark fucks up. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Mate, that's, so, that'll uh, be me then, yeah. yeah so... Um, you can let us know. We are on Twitter, um, at movie underscore drone. And we've also got a Hotmail address, which is moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. So feel free to use both of those to either give us some praise or some abuse or some suggestions or anything really you want to give us some feedback on. Yeah, so that's that's about it. We will warn you just before we start reviewing the film again that, um, that there will be spoilers. Um, so... On to some news. Now, the news that we've picked today um, relates to some recent cinema experiences that we have had. Um, I've, I think I've had, th- well, I think we've had two together. Yeah. And then I think I've had one separately after that it's not been entirely successful of no late. it's not been great has it so um so yeah so just to give you the rundown i mean we went to see a quiet place <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we went to see a quiet place yeah. without actually seeing we did yeah so we went place. to our local asbestos ridden um <laughs> old cinema support local businesses kids. no we do i mean like yeah. i say we did try and go down it's, and it's got some charm it's got some quality <laughs> it it's, has, yeah. it's cheap yeah. and we, we we genuinely like to see it open and that we can go and see it yeah unfortunately on the night that we chose they decided to start the film about 40 minutes early <laughs> i don't think it, i think we were still in the queue i don't think it was like 40 minutes yeah, but it was well, certainly it was far we enough in that it was pointless us going in and yeah. we couldn't stop it and there was a large queue of us outside just looking a little bit worried at the shell shop boy behind the counter have realized his mistake yeah, I'm not sure if he should have been in there on his own. I think there might have been a health and safety risk. He's yeah. about six. <laughs> I don't know. He might have gone eight. He could see over the counter. Just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was the first one. And then the second one, we went to Scream Unseen. Oh, Odeon Scream Unseen. If you haven't seen it, and you are in the UK, obviously, get involved. Uh, there's one coming up, I think it's the 9th of July. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a good way to go. I mean, we go to all of them. I did see on Twitter that they get lots of abuse for not going to some Odeon cinema, so I wouldn't yeah. big it up too much. Um, <laughs> if we get any viewers in Canterbury, I think they're, uh, yeah, they're very well. livid that they don't get it. But for a fiver, it's worth a travel. It is. You can get down there. It's Premier seats are the same amount of money, so you can sit in comfort. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we went um, and encountered... I don't know what you could call the gentleman. I think we can only describe him as maybe the popcorn monster, something like that. <laughs> oh, it's someone you'd expect to see at Howlitz, which for anyone who's not local, <laughs> is a zoo, basically. Uh, yeah, I'd, I've never seen someone turn their hand into what looked like a JCB bucket <laughs> and and proceed to choose every quiet moment of that film to shovel popcorn everywhere and i have never ever in my life laughed so much or been so uncontrollably in pain from laughing that at one point i nearly had to get up and leave i had tears streaming down my face in a pretty inappropriate bearing in mind it's it's horror genre 
Uh, this one, I think, was The Strangers Pray at Night. It was, yeah, unfortunately. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I quite liked it. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, For a yeah. fiver, it was a night out. I got nachos and to witness that. <laughs> Comedy show without any knees. And then the third one, I think, just was just me. Well, I went um, along with the wife to watch Deadpool 2 um, and had the normal people just talking all the way through it. Um, the wife moved. I well, basically because she didn't really have any sort of drink or popcorn or anything left, and we, I was fully loaded. I had popcorn, sweets, massive drinks, so I refused to to, to move. Um, so those were three in a row cinema experiences. So the question that we've been discussing, or we were, I was thinking about, is is this the face of cinema and where was it going? So we picked up on a on a. a bit of news from two or three weeks ago yeah um where they are thinking it says basically that um 20th century fox announced it's going to do something similar to the choose your own adventure books um so they've teamed up with a company called kino industries to develop an app where you can go to the cinema and use your smartphone to decide which way the film goes mm. What do you think of that? <laughs> I, I have enough trouble with little blows coming from certain rows of now, people on phones. Now, but could this... So just picture it, you obviously being someone who, I mean, probably likes me, likes to see discomfort in people. Imagine if you could actually go to the cinema and change the state of a film to your to what you would like to see and watch everyone else scream and squeam about it. Yeah. Not a good what idea. Is this? is this like sort of a blind date thing where you'll pr- or what was a, I can't remember the program. You all had to press the button and you'll vote, and then the one with the biggest votes gets the win. Well, it's I mean, you remember the, the choose your own adventure books? I don't know if you do, where you, yeah, you yeah. basically yeah. So they're talking about you could have your smartphones and it, it would audience choices will be integrated into the film and it will play out an un, uninterrupted fashion. Um, so basically, it would it would change the way you wouldn't be to watch the same film twice. Yeah, I like it. It just depends what everyone else... Obviously, everyone's having a vote. What about... Yeah, what about the smart... Because I was thinking after those three trips to the cinema that I was thinking, do you know what? I'm pretty sure that cinema might be dead to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to add another one to that one. Yeah. Is when we was going to Scream Unseen and they're trying to get people into the cinemas. They're trying to fill the seats. They're running the promotions. And they've got one person who looks like they've never worked a day in their life <laughs> trying to dish out popcorn and coke and drinks to people that are standing waiting patiently. They want to get in the film and it's just taking forever. And it just makes the whole experience a bit stressful. It does. But then I started to actually have a look at... Um, so, yeah, so after those three, I was thinking this this can't be this can't be my my what what's going on in the cinema so then i got to to having a look and see about the worldwide grosses um, monetary um, of films and over 2017 2018 it's done pretty well in the top 14 there's five six films um and two films um this year um black panther 1.3 billion dollars at the box office. Yeah, but don't forget those sort of films have got a real bit of inertia behind them at the moment, which yeah, is good. I mean, They're taking advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but, so, I, I'm just trying to to work out 
It's well, I mean, for me, it's obviously not dead. It's all cinema's oh, obviously no, not dead. Clearly. Not dead. Um, but I just think we're, I was so unlucky getting three in a row, three bad experiences in a row. But how, can that put people off? Is that going to put people off? I think it's got the potential to put people off, especially how quick Blu-rays coming out at the moment. Uh, other ways people can get films. It's got to be a pleasurable experience, and I think everything's getting that bit more expensive. A trip to with the family to the cinema now is four quid. Sitting born. Four quid. Sitting born. Sitting born. Century. I mean, yeah, four quid. You go to. I think it was Odeon the other day. Twelve, thirteen quid a ticket. Yeah, easily. Yeah, um, if you go to a good one, which if 80, it's enjoyable, quid. is money well spent. But when you come out and it's been disrupted and it's not the experience you liked, it sort of hits home a little bit. I mean, we're avid film watchers, so they've got us come rain or come shine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you at your own in the back, yeah, sitting yes. in your floral shorts with your nachos. <laughs> I'm comfortable. Whether they want you or not. <laughs> Whether they want me or not. I'm, I'm next to Popcorn Guy. I'm there. <laughs> you are, yeah, with the popcorn monster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, well, we're going to keep an eye on that. We're going to keep an eye on that interactive thing. I'm not quite sure that it's, um, it's going to work. Um, I would certainly... I would l- certainly like to see us two in a horror film trying to decide how many people get disemboweled. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that'd be Amazing. great. It would be, it yeah. Would be. I mean, the the idea is amazing. If they could bring that to your home cinema as well, that well, would well, be why pretty not? special. That's because probably... then you are decide. That's pr- possibly the way it could go because yeah. then you get to decide. Yeah. Rather than being upset because everyone else has voted to save Sharon and you wanted to see her get a red <laughs> yeah. But 200 people with their smartphones out in the cinema. Yeah, it's bad enough with two little kids giggling mm. at the photos they've got. Yeah. They've lost interest. Yeah. But um, we'd like to say we're on Twitter, we're on email. Send us through, give us your thoughts, what you think. Yeah, is cinema dead? <laughs> is this going to be a one podcast wonder? Yeah, well, let's, um, let's all hope cinema not. shut down. I mean, we've dystopian like world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, whether we need it or not, Sittingbourne is getting a new cinema. It is. We yeah, actually, they've started building it. Yeah. Well, I say building it. They've dug some holes and caused traffic chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to process. It's a little way off. It's a little way off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so. That's the first news. Yeah, we'll take that as a news, and then yeah, we'll I suppose we'll get on with the first review. Yeah. So, um, the first review. Um, so, like I say, we're we're a week or so away from. Um, we went to see it. Um, it. There were some parts of it that were a bit weird um, in the, the the cinema. I'm, I'm talking about towards the end, but we'll get to that a bit yeah, later. I think it's it's a sleeper. It's one of those films. I had an opinion on when I went to bed and then I had a different opinion when I woke up and I've got a different opinion now. Smashing, this will be a long one then. It is going to be a long one. <laughs> Who would have thought that the film version of Baywatch could evoke <laughs> so many thoughts? Oh dear. Um, so yeah, so the first review um, of the Movie Drone podcast is 2018's Hereditary. Um, Which on IMDb... Is uh, said it's a drama, horror, and mystery, which I think encompasses pretty well. Mm. I think people are calling it a horror film. <laughs> yeah, well, t- we've got a clip. Here it is. Okay, so fine, then say what you want to say then. Peter. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying. Okay, things. so try again, release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? 
Yeah, fine, release me. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? So, yeah, Hereditary, 2018, directed by Ari Aster. His first film, I believe. First full-length film, first yeah. First full-length um, film. And he wrote it. And he writes all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've discussed before, I think, the strange thing about the Johnsons, um, which was the uh, the weird short film that he, he writes as well. So, um, written and directed, yeah, first full-length film. Um, starring Tony Collette. As mum? Or uh, Amy? Annie, know. it's actually, Annie? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Annie. I'm hoping that's bad handwriting rather than just... If you've seen my handwriting, it's like a five-year-old. <laughs> Gabriel Byrne, um, as Steve, the dad. I, I really like Gabriel Byrne anyway. He was the one that... You like anyone I... called Steve. That's your oh, thing. Do you reckon that's what it is? I just heard his name. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Alex Wolfe as Peter. Millie Shapio as Charlie. And Anne Dowd. As Joan. As Joan, yeah. Ooh, Joan the friend. Joan. So... Um, getting into this, um, so yeah, we went, um, didn't really know a lot about it. Um, well, I thought I knew a lot about it. I watched the trailers and I thought I knew what way it was going, how wrong I was. <laughs> I, d- I don't know whether they've deliberately, well, I suppose they have deliberately misled us with the trailers. Yeah, I think, uh, it gave me, which we'll discuss very shortly. It gave me the well moment. And there's not been many films where I've sat there with my mouth open. <laughs> so the, the synopsis. When Ellen passes away, the daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. The more they discover, the more they find themselves trying to outrun the sinister fate they seem to have inherited. If you can outrun stuff being dead. Yeah. <laughs> so straight out the block, um, I've got to be honest, um, the first, even the first five minutes... The oh, forgot to warn. There will be spoilers in there. Yeah, spoilers definitely. First it's warning, impossible ruined. to discuss. Yeah, first warning. Ruined. So we start off um, out of the block. I've got to be honest. The first five minutes um, basically did grab me by the balls. The imagery of the doll's house and the music that went with it, I thought was absolutely stunning. I've it, got to be honest. It was amazing. Yeah, and I think which I think we'll get onto a bit later on, I think that actually sets the film up. That whole image coming into it already sets a metaphor for the whole film. Yeah. Of sort of the idea of external control. Yeah. And actually ties in with the the, the job of Annie, not Amy, of Annie throughout the film. And I believe it was a job of her mum as well. And possibly... Could have been the daughters, but we'll get onto that as well. <laughs> I don't think that that daughter had much of a career ahead of her. She had started making some miniature people. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. they oh, was yeah, out yeah, of pigeon heads and stuff. But yeah, it was yeah. getting on all right. So yeah, so the film starts with um, the death of the matriarch, her mother, um, and what I can only describe as a very tense funeral. A strange, a strange eulogy. Very strange eulogy, yeah. Um, So it only becomes a bit apparent later on um, that, well, the film starts to then actually show its colours as being a a film very much around loss and dysfunctional family. It's quite quite uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, the score 
does wonders for that, but it has got quite an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, I mean, music by Colin, Colin Stetson. Um, Apparently mainly on a saxophone as well. Yeah, he's not really done an awful lot um, the, to, to note that I could actually find. Um, more of a musician, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, absolutely stunning. So it sets that. So we basically get to the eulogy. Um, lots of weird people there. Yeah, um, actually acknowledging lots of new people, steering away from anyone that they may actually recognise or know. <laughs> it's pretty much, who are you lot? Um, and it, it's just... I wouldn't say it was a sad goodbye to her mum. She seems almost emotionless. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's where the, basically the film actually goes, goes on. So, um, I mean, this was, quite, this was certainly a very uncomfortable bit, watching her not being able to grieve um, and the family not being able to talk about it, even though um, uh, uh, Annie, Tony Collette... Um, trying to connect with um, her daughter, Charlie, mm. but basically not really connecting with anyone else. I mean, much to the point where she says that she's going to go to the cinema and goes to a, a self-help yeah. grieving group. It, it, it all seems a bit... Well, it obviously is a bit damaged, every relationship there. It doesn't seem a happy, healthy relationship. No, it's, um, it, it's certainly something... I mean, it's... Oh, it's very, very uncomfortable to watch. It, it is. Very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward. It's, yeah. You're almost sitting there thinking, I'm, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It has got that feeling to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what um, actually um, it gives it the slow pace. Because, I mean, let's face it, the first hour, hour and 15 minutes, it's... It's a it's slow, a slow, slow burner. Yeah. With the exception of one moment. In yeah, the, which, in the first hour and fifteen, the shocker moment. Yeah, but up to yeah, an hour and fifteen, you are waiting for it to get into second. So is it is this a film mainly? Is it but mainly a horror film, or do you think it's mainly a film about family and loss and grief? I I I struggle put putting it into the horror bracket. I've heard so many people say it's the scariest film they've ever seen and they can't sleep at night, they can't go home to the houses. I didn't get the scared feeling. I got the massive uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does actually play on your emotions. Yeah. But it makes you feel a bit crap inside Yeah. rather than scared. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've listened to things, well, I've basically read things where people say that it seems that he makes what can only be described as, as one of those... One a, a masterpiece of a film about family and loss, and then forgets that it's supposed to be a horror film, and adds that in the last thirty minutes. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a fair point. Yeah, well, I mean, film aside, actual genre aside, if you want to see a film that's got some great acting in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's. I mean, let's let's come to those quickly, just so that we can. So, I mean, Tony Collette. I mean, stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. I mean, if ever there's going to be, I mean, if you can call it a horror film that's actually got um, people nominated for Best Actress, I'm pretty sure that this is as close as you're going to get. For me as well, and it act, even though I knew it was coming and I was waiting for it, and again, we'll get onto it, but if there was an award for the Best Horror Screen that actually gave me goosebumps and made me go a little bit cold, yeah, it would be down to that because that was just sh shivers. Yeah. So we'll come to we we'll come to those parts. I mean, um, Gabriel Byrne. I would really like him as my dad. 
Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was excellent. He's he? so calm. He was. He was great. Yeah, he, um, uh, I thought Alex Wolf was was good. Very creepy. Good. Yeah, um, I, I think there was. I think we both had a little chuckle at one scene where oh, he did yeah, a little bit well, of crying. I mean, I'm actually gonna gonna give a bit that. more on that than, yeah, in a minute. Yeah. Um, but other, than, uh, but I mean, it fits in with the film amazingly. Yeah, um, and. Millie Chapio, um, Chapio, Chapiro, Chapiro. Yeah. Chapio. Um, I, I had the feeling that I'd seen her before and I'd seen her in films, and then apparently this is her first film. Yeah, career. she's been on Broadway for Matilda and Annie. Yeah, which shocked me. <laughs> I'll be honest, she, she's an amazing little actress. Yeah, but she, she has a distinct look. Yeah, which I think's been played upon. I've oh, seen most pictures certainly. outside. Oh, my certainly. Um, and yeah, she's. She really made me feel a little bit. It's almost like, I suppose it's that thing like something like Carrie or something like that, where they really do play the part yeah. well and make you feel quite yeah. uncomfortable watching it. Um, so throughout the movie, so we get this movie that is focusing on dysfunctional family. Um, mother can't grieve. She goes to the um, the help groups where it comes basically comes out that pretty much everybody in her family has had some sort of mental illness. Yeah, um, which I think she mentions, I've actually got it down here, that she reveals that her mum had something called DID, Yeah, which is Dissociative Identity Disorder or Multi-Personality Disorder. Yeah. I think I might have that. You got that? Yeah, I think oh, I might, yeah. 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 Oh, we clever. <laughs> I think I might, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, which lends itself further into the film. Well, at the time, it seems... That it's possibly she's just going through a little bit sort of of a bad time as old people do, bless them. But it starts to make a little bit more sense when you get further into the film. And for me, that was one that resonated after I'd seen the film. Watching it, I didn't click, but mm. that clicked after. So did at any point after that, or did at any point that make you think that this could be, um, could actually be in, 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 Annie's mind. Yeah. It, it, it was... She, she's obviously a very unstable person. <laughs> it, had, it had that she's feel She's the sanest it. one in her family. She was, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, which is a bit worrying, really. Um, but yeah, I suppose so. Definitely. Yeah. So for me, um, for me, I started to of you obviously start to see the signs that there are other things um going on um books signs writing on the wall yeah. um for me i'm going to say that um i was i certainly enjoying it i thought that it was slightly too subtle i've actually got uh, points through the film, the bits that you almost wanted to know was so fine-threaded yeah. that actually a bit of research and a bit of thinking about it after it made more sense. There were certain things in there that were so fat-threaded that they sort of rammed them down your throat and yeah. you could have got that. They could have spent a bit more time yeah. with the subtle bits, giving you that little bit more. Obviously, the writer knows what's going on in his head and it's trying to convey that to us as the audience. Yeah. Um, but too subtle or, or or about right? For me, I like doing research after films. I, I like, 
I'm sad. I like, I like yeah, of course, because you so. called her Amy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just my bad one, right? But yeah, no, it's one of those. I like, I like to watch some YouTube videos after. I like to do IMDb. I like to have a read through and let things click. Whereas I think if you could easily come out of that cinema absolutely baffled at a lot of it yeah. and only get 10% of actually what's happened. Yeah. So, so yeah, so um, obviously it, it builds up. Um, there's certain things going on. I mean, I'm trying not to, to, to completely ruin it. Um, oh, I very think we're going to ruin it completely in a minute when we get onto certain things. I think the things you're worried about you and father time. Um, so yeah, so, um, this is, is certainly where the film, um, takes its turn. Um, the party. Yeah. I'm, well, even before we get to the party, there's, I think it's Millie Shapiro, um, Charlie. She's sort of dissociated from the family. She's sleeping in a tree house. Um, and I think her mum's desperately trying to involve her and finds out that her son is going to a party, a college party, and strangely suggests to him to take <laughs> his sister along with him. He clearly isn't keen. And she clearly isn't keen. She, yeah, she clearly isn't keen, but I, I don't know whether she's just trying to keep the whole family together. I've got to be honest. I mean, I would have just left and I just left her there. I mean, what's yeah. the worst going to happen if you don't take her? You just leave her at home. It's not an appropriate place yeah. to take you. I mean, it might just be me, but I would have just gone. I mean, I'm not good with kids. I'm going to guess <laughs> she might have been 11. <laughs> I have no idea. about 11, something like that. Yeah. She should have been in bed. <laughs> Especially, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Was this the actual day of the f after the funeral, after the wake? Um, I think it might have been. Yeah, they came back to the house. I'm pretty sure it was that same day. Maybe. I mean, it was. I mean, like I mean, I we're picking it apart. Yeah, that too much, that part of it was. It was that part of the film was was so engaging. I'm not sure that really time really yeah. was was given. There wasn't really much night and day and stuff like that. It was all very bleak, wasn't it? Mm. And stuck in there. Um, so the day of the party, yeah. where it all starts to become clear as to what's going on. Now, before we get to the party, though, there is the, the subtle, not so subtle hints are setting in. Um, Charlie seems to really like chocolate, and she's eating chocolate <laughs> at the funeral. Um, and parents are always checking that if she's got nuts in it, because clearly she's got a nut allergy. Yeah. Um, they seem worried about any food she's eating just to check it's got nuts in. Um, I think it's quite an important thing to note before we get to the party. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so we get to the party. Um and Peter, he goes upstairs to I, I think it's yeah, he's goes upstairs to smoke some weed. He he likes his weed. He does like a bit he, of weed, yeah. I, th I think I've um, got to be honest, living in that house I think I'd probably be turning <laughs> yeah, to weed, think I think. Yeah, the psychological torment inside <laughs> the house lets him chill out a little bit. I think he I think he deserves it. I can't <laughs> judge him too much. Um, so yeah, so he goes upstairs to smoke some weed, and we get a excellent shot of some college girls cutting up some nuts to go in a cake. Pecans, apparently. Yeah, were they? Uh, yeah, and God, not, YouTube will tell you everything these days. Uh, isn't it? Not very subtle. This is one of those large threaded. I mean, how would I needed that many nuts for one cake? And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it spent a lot of time lingering to let us know there was no questioning what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so then comes the scene. Little Charlie, yeah, she I'm, wants to 
She wants some cake. Every college party I know they go to, they bake the cake. Mm. Peter tells her to get some cake. Yeah, because Peter's going off to smoke some weed. Yeah. Trying and to keep her busy. Yeah, and she does. And Yeah, she eats some nutty yeah. chocolate cake. And then nothing really happens about that, does it? No. Well, uh. it does, indirectly, because yeah. that's what you think is going to happen. And it, a good bit of, a little bit of misdirection. Um probably leading up to one of the movie scenes that you're going to see this year one of the standout sort of holy shit moments it was one of those mouth open just looking around to check that everyone's just watched the same scene that you've watched (laughs) yeah and it's not one of those interactive things that you're watching a different film on um that would be definitely one we would have chosen though yeah definitely without a doubt given an option um so yeah so i mean the inevitable happens anaphylactic shock yeah Charlie starts reacting badly. She there's, needs to get to the hospital. There's briefly. obviously no phones in the house. Or EpiPens. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if you're walking around with a nut allergy, you might want to take some EpiPens. Yeah. Maybe. No phones in the house. Um, so he decides to drive her to hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, drives her to hospital. She opens the window to get some air. Yeah, well, what are they? Yeah, what are they? She's really struggling in the back, really. I mean, she's playing a good part as well. She's yeah. quite distressed in the back. Yeah. Um, obviously, Peter getting a little bit upset. He's trying to drive as quick as he can, not really paying attention to the road. Yeah. She puts her head out the window. I think it was a, was it a deer carcass. I think it was, it a, deer was a bit of roadkill, road. yeah. He swerves to miss um, with Charlie's head out the window. And I don't know if you want to take it. <laughs> I think everyone can can basically get it. That's yeah. bye bye Charlie. Yeah, telegraph pole and decapitation. Yeah, body in the back seat. Body in the back seat, head, head. on the road. Yeah. Now, one of the things that um, I mean, I certainly did pick up on on that, and I think some people might mix miss have missed, obviously because of the scene, um, is the sign on the totem pole. Right. Okay. The cult sign on the totem yeah, pole. Yeah. Or totem um, pole. We're not. We're not. Totem dealing, pole. Yeah. We're not dealing with a Native American. <laughs> <laughs> totem pole. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the telegraph pole. Yeah. Um, which was a, another subtle part. Yeah. Which hence my my uh, thing about the subtle the subtle cult parts yeah. um, that were coming in. Um, so yeah. So in, that basically. In fairness, happened. easily missed because everyone was just. It, it was just a shock moment. It at was. That yeah. Point. It was. Yeah. It was. And then, um, I mean, poor Peter. I mean, we wouldn't like to actually have, have been there. Superbly um, acting. It was, yeah. And decides... He's not looking back. No. <laughs> he, he knows what's happened, <laughs> and he isn't prepared to have a check. No. So I don't g- think he blinked for like two minutes no. on that scene either. That was pretty impressive. So he, he yeah, so he drives home and... Yeah, basically he, goes to bed. I think, he, I think he goes into shock and autopilot <laughs> mode. I think he was just tired from the drive. <laughs> yeah, and he's high on drugs. Hmm. He, he surprised he didn't stop and get some munchies on the way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably. Yeah. You never know. I mean, they don't show everything. Yeah, I mean, leaves the head behind. He does. Brings the body back in the back of the car, yeah. gets out of the car and goes to bed. He does. Or lays in bed with his eyes wide open. As you would. I can't imagine you'd get an awful no. lot of kip that night, Mark, no. if I'm honest. I'm, so. No, as I would, I would have taken the body to someone. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't something that I'd ever planned. Yeah. So then we are given another highlight scene from Tony Collette. Mm, amazing. Yeah. Um, the 
level of despair and anguish that she puts into that scene. Um, yeah, I mean, it's important to point out, I suppose, that the car that um, Peter had borrowed was his mum's car. Oh, yeah. And it had um, a dead daughter miss, in the back. Yeah, a dead daughter in the back. Well, most of. Three quarters. <laughs> 90% of a yeah. dead daughter in the back. So, yeah, so we, we're treated to a scene where we're watching Peter laying in bed with his eyes open. We don't see anyone go to the car. All we hear is Tony Collette's first initial scream of despair. Yeah, I think she comes in the bedroom, says hello, goes down the stairs. Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure she does. Says yeah. hello. He's thinks, you hear her go down, you hear the door go. And it's that tense. It might have only been five or six seconds, but yeah. it felt a long time waiting for it. And when it come, yeah. wow. Yeah, it was uh, certainly... Certainly um, added to the the bleakness. I mean, it was it was. I mean, we we we're talking uh, just over an hour, I suppose. In um, everything up to that point has been pretty bleak, but it did not get much bleaker than that, did it? No, that was. And for me as well, it's watching the trailers made me believe that Charlie was the main part of this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was seemed all about her. It seemed all about her character. And it's almost like having the main character killed off just gave me the, I have no idea what's going to happen now. Yeah. No idea. And then, I've got to be honest, there's, this started to go downhill a little bit for me after this. Yeah. No, I tend to, it, it went, rather than keep its momentum, Yeah. it almost went back to slow burn. That was the point you thought, this is kicking off now. Yeah. I mean, there's still some certainly good scenes there's um we get to this the, the scene around the table the dinner tables again tony collette yeah wow absolutely superb um with um with peter burn. finally biting um uh, and 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 then basically getting into it um and so i mean some other scenes i mean there's some the scene where she says that she tried to abort him when he was younger it's all cheery cheery yeah, um, and and so, there's so a couple of dream scenes as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah, where she, yeah, she's basically reliving the moment she spoke about before, where she covered him in paint thinner and yeah. woke up with with a match in her hands. I mean, this is a dysfunctional, pretty much dysfunctional yeah. family. You, you start understanding the tensions, yeah, and the need for a bit of weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's living under. Um, so then I've. I've got to be honest, and I know it's been mentioned an awful long time, but I do really have a problem with um, why the director let Peter cry like a three-year-old baby. <laughs> no, a serious problem, no, it, it's, because it was awful. I've got written down that for a film that was supposed to leave people with nightmares and they couldn't go home to the houses, I actually heard laughing. <laughs> there was actually yeah, laughing. There was, and this is where this is the this is the tale of the last forty minutes or so of the film, where um, they'd done he'd done so much work to do it, and just one where it was so tense, just one singular moment of having him, I mean, literally crying like a three-year-old, having oh. like a tantrum cry. Up like, until that, it was faultless acting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, and 
I, I mean, I just don't know why in any form of editing that you would decide that that was a good idea to leave that in. I, I, I mean, if you watched it back, surely you'd look at it and go, no, that that's I mean, not. They I mean, must have done screen tears. They must have had people watching that because I can't imagine, I mean, we certainly weren't the only ones to spot it. Everyone else yeah. had a chuckle. You, cannot, was, you could not watch the first hour and a quarter of this film and expect anyone to laugh at any point in it. No. But it wasn't for the good. No, there, there was an uncomfortable silence, obviously, with the de decapitation. There was the shock. Yeah. And then the scene was set. And then I think almost the atmosphere lifted through a bit of laughter. The, te the tenseness and all the work that had gone in with the score. Yeah. Just everyone kind of relaxed a little bit. Yeah, so we get some... So basically, I mean, there's a lot of to-in and fro-in. Um, and... Tony Collette basically looks like she's starting to lose her mind. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Mm. I can see why. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the, I mean, I've read and looked at lots of different um, people, uh, what they say. I mean, we, we learn at the start that, um, that uh, Tony Collette stopped her mother um, from having anything to do with Peter. Yeah, I think first this born. was after her brother's suicide, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and then she had something. So this is where the supernatural bit starts to come in. Um, and the actual bit where the film decided that it this certainly was a horror. Yeah, I suppose this is where Joan first makes her appearance. Yep, yep, so Creepy Joan. Creepy Joan. Comes in, yeah. Um, uh, played by Anne Dowd. Yeah. Um, very good, very yeah, good. I mean, again, for me... Not particularly subtle. It was clear. Yeah, and this is oh, well. This is. She, it was clear to me she was sinister. Yeah. That you, she played an overly likable person. Yeah. Um, and tried to push herself. She was appearing places. Tony Collette was. Well, yeah. I mean, who? Who? I mean, she was shouting at kids over in the the playground. I mean, nowadays you don't really get away from that, do you? Like <laughs> the police on you, um, standing in the playground shouting. Um, so yeah, so then the film tries to explain. Well, it, it it tries to put all the horror elements into this part. Um, we have the contacting of um, Joan's son, or a contacting of one of Joe's relatives in the séance. In the séance yeah. bit, which is where the a little bit of glass moving and contacting yeah. sort of comes in. Yeah, which finally starts getting round. I suppose to the horror genre. Yeah. Well, let's. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Tony Collette's open to anything at this point. Um, yeah. Annie's open to anything. She's, she's clinging on. She's obviously lost Charlie. Um, and, I mean, as as probably any cult or anything like that works, that's what they do. They mm. prey on people's weaknesses. So in comes, in comes Joan, um, and basically shows her how to do the séance. Now, it obviously, I mean. It, that begrudgingly do it, Steve and Peter, um, and well, Annie gets what we think is possessed by Charlie, which we know is is not Charlie, but um, yeah, and basically um, Annie is going like a Fruit Loop. <laughs> yeah, she's losing her shit. Hmm. Um, so one bit that we forgot to mention at the start which um, we should have done, is the desecration of her mum's grave. Yeah, yes. 
That was a big part of the list. Well, Amateurs. it wasn't. It wasn't. Because it was mentioned, they had the phone call, the grave's been desecrated. Yep. There was no expansion on it. Yeah. There was a, just an uncomfortable phone call. Gabriel Byrne pretty much says, don't worry about it, leave it with me. Doesn't <laughs> mention it to... The police. Yeah, doesn't mention it to the police <laughs> or Annie. There's no police or no phones. No. Um, just turns around, the grave's been desecrated. The end. And yeah. it's it sort of left like that for the next hour and 45 minutes. 40 Until the smell. And Yeah. Until the smell, I think, um, <laughs> that, uh, that starts to emanate. Um, so, yeah, so Tony Collette's losing her mind. Um, by this point, like I say, it hasn't drawn me back in. Not not totally. Um, no, I think the scene that drew me back was with Peter at the school. Yeah. I think that was the one that picked up the pace. It, it, it's a film of big scenes and then lulls in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had, obviously, Peter is not in the best place. Um, I'd imagine he's got a lot of blame for what happened. Yeah. Um, trying to get back to normality and then... Well, I mean, it doesn't look good. It doesn't at this no. point. No, no. He, he doesn't. He doesn't look good. No, he looks a bit tired. Yeah, he don't look like he's sleeping very well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we. Uh, it all seems to culminate back at the house. Hmm. Um. The crazy. I mean, all horror, family killing, anything like that aside, it's a lovely house. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty special. It's, it's a, Lovely miniature house. Yeah, all set in the woods. Um, so, yeah, so we get back and um, Tony Collette starting to put some things together. All the subtle bits that you saw, the books, with they all seem to come to a forefront in that last that last part. So yeah, the I books think we that see were... another few words written on wallpaper and things yeah. like that. Um, so we have the books, um, which she tries to burn, and it sets light to her instead. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably another, I mean, another... Good scene coming up. Another good scene coming up. Oh, are we talking about Steve? the warming? Yeah. The warming of Steve. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, dis- a little bit upset for Steve. <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> with you. He'd, he'd been a good supportive pillar for a he while. Was, he was. Such a good bloke. And then, uh, yeah, Tony Collette wanting him to burn the book so that she, she could burn. Um, and Steve barbecue. Yeah. And burns, she burns or chucks the book on and... Steve catches light and burns to death. Off he goes. Yeah. Disappointing for Steve. Disappointing. It was done like really well though. Yeah. I mean, he's bearing in mind he's got no blood relations. I no. suppose he has to the kid, but not to the actual the the lineage. No. Um, so then, in there? so then we obviously, I mean, through the film, um, you're talking about the lineage. I mean, we I mean, we haven't really discussed it. Um, from what I took from it. Um, the reason that uh, this was all happening is because the demon what needed a male host um, and wasn't able to get to Peter because um, Annie wouldn't let her mum around him. Yeah. So when, uh, when her mum um, got around Charlie, it went into Charlie, which is why she was a little bit weird. And we got the, um, you'll recognise, I think everyone come out of the cinema doing it, but the little clue of the demon possessing is oh, a little... Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that an awful lot of people's 
<laughs> I'm so glad that you didn't do that in there. I've heard that a lot of people's viewings were ruined by people doing that all the way through. It, yeah, it, again, it's one of those, I suppose that was a little bit subtle, but it was a straight, I'm not convinced I liked it. No, I mean, but the thing is, you'd see kids doing it all the time now, haven't you? So. But I, suppose, I suppose it's the way of getting around that normal horror film of having something like Red Eyes or something like that. Yeah. It, it's a more subtle yeah. key. But if people had done it in the cinema, I would have probably smacked them around the head. We'd, we'd have been adding to the extra thing. <laughs> <once> cinema's <laughs> yeah, dead because um, people can't watch it without <laughs> So then, yeah, so obviously we come to the climax, um, which um, is, I mean, how can we explain it? It's a difficult one. <laughs> it's, it all culminates around the treehouse. Yeah. Or uh, what turns out to be, uh, I can't remember, uh, the Chapel of Demonic Worship, I think is the best way of putting it. So we get, basically, so to 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 put a thing on, to, to, to explain it, we've been sitting through a film that is bleak, depressing, <laughs> engrossing, um, certainly uh, you would not have expected to finish this film with three quarters of the audience laughing. <laughs> no. Um, no. No? Are we talking about the floating bit? We are, yes. <laughs> the actual the actual ending where... Um, wow. Now, like I say, I, I, I don't believe... I believe, that, I believe that people who didn't quite get the cult bit and the signs and have never seen films like Rosemary's Baby... Um, uh, I think even down to kill list and that sort of thing with those sort of subtle signs um, I believe that probably those people were the ones that certainly were laughing at the end and it wasn't just a floating bit I don't think I think no it, it reminded me it was almost reminiscent and this is where the comedy aspect come in for me of hot fuzz <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kept in my head I kept having people going the greater are good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, so it's all standing it was yeah it, it was, was it was it was mad i mean it was a, a mad end to it and 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 then we're obviously greeted with charlie's head stuck on top of the mannequin um with joan and everyone who's died and mm. just there and still there yeah worshiping we, we've peter got, well, we've got a few dead bo- decapitated dead bodies yeah um we've got um, the mum who oh actually we forgot yeah I forgot yeah. to mention which the is where nasty it come scene. back from where she sliced her own throat off with oh, a cheese wire yeah. yeah wow yeah we'd forgotten that forgot one about, but that's but but that's the whole point so she's doing that which is which is actually, terrible yeah and then and then basically she then floating up to a treehouse, which mm. took, took took all of that 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 we've missed the Peter suicide as well haven't we Peter jumping out the window. Peter jumping out the window killed himself, and then the spirit went into him. Ah. Uh. We had that going in. <laughs> he's blanked out. Peter jumped in. He hit the deck. He's dead. And then we got what turns out to be called the payment spirit. Um, goes into his body, and suddenly he's now possessed, and gives the trademark click, yeah. which is then at the point you realise that that's where the demon is 
being possessed, which then made me think, was Charlie ever alive? Because if Peter's had to die to get the spirit into him, uh, was she alive or was she always possessed? Because the spirit's in her. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think she was alive. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, why couldn't Peter... Why did he have to come out the window? Um, I yeah, don't know. I mean, it was... Uh, if I was him, I probably would have jumped out so the window. It, I mean, bear in mind, it was two hours, seven minutes. It was, yes. And lots of big scenes, lots of... For a slow-burning film, actually, the amount of big scenes that were in there, and it was all over the show. And it ended with people I laughing. doing right to dry and... Yeah. But yeah, we. I mean, the cheese grating bit with the cheese wire that wasn't laughing uh, cutting her head off <laughs> being possessed that was a bit strange and then landing next to her mother's body which then clicks in for the grave desecration which basically her grave hadn't been desecrated she'd been dug up and dragged into the tree house by what I assume is the other cult members yeah which no one ever sees no um, bit strange it was certainly strange. I mean, to to end in, I mean, I must admit, a couple of seats down, I'm pretty sure there was people saying they weren't going to sleep that night, and then most of the cinema was laughing. It was, yeah. I, well, I think a few people had shut off by that point as well. Yeah. I don't think. I think at points it was too much for people who wanted to see a horror film. I think people hear a horror film, they want to come be scared. Yeah. They want that feeling, and this didn't give that actual horror film feeling. There, there, there was no jump scares in it. No. There was no easy scares. The only scares you were ever going to get is with your own head. Yeah. Uh, playing sort of bits with, but unfortunately, the laughs. Yeah. Oh, Graphics-wise, the floating. Pretty poor. It was almost like someone had laid... A picture of someone up on a bit of sticky tape <laughs> and dragged it up. Yeah, that was pretty poor. And like I say, it was disappointing. I mean, just to just to to end like that. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, they had to put the the horror in there somewhere. Obviously, um, Peter is now the male possessed by the payment spirit, which is what they was trying to get all along. So yeah. it turns out, although I think the nan. Or matriarch wanted the want, wanted to get close to Charlie. I think she was only actually using Charlie as a conduit for the spirit to get it close to Peter because yeah. she couldn't get close to Peter. Yeah, because so it needed again, a male host. Again, it was the twist of actually Charlie's not the main character. No, I think the main protagonist throughout is actually Peter. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we ended on that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um. I'm glad that it had the horror title because I wouldn't have seen it if it said that it was a family drama um, <laughs> no, yeah. about about dysfunctional families. That's not my thing. And I'm very glad that the part that they said was horror actually made me go and see it. Um, but like I say, uh, it did drag me out a little bit earlier than I thought it would. Um, and apart from a couple of moments at the end, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, was basically out by that point. <laughs> um, but still a very good film. Yeah. Still a very good film. And obviously, before we score it, we're going to have to discuss scoring systems. Yeah, so um, f we basically 
I mean, we discuss all stupid things like this, but we basically mm. discussed scoring um, and how we're going to score it out of how many. Um, <laughs> basically, it comes down to I'm an idiot. Yeah, basically. So um, I was happy with one to five. No, 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 no. no yeah, no. Um, you wouldn't have that. Um, so I suggested and um, would give in to one to ten. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, unfortunately, we've had to settle on a score between one and a hundred. Which stops decimals i think it just it just stops i just think you can give it a little bit more or take a little bit more away <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll hear how much of a moron i am when i go and give my uh, score in a minute <laughs> so hereditary yeah the whole film score out of 100 please mark right this is this is where my moronic state comes in when i walked out 69 the next morning, I was up to about 74, and I think if I watched it again, it could hit an 80. Really? I, th I, th I think knowing, going in knowing what to look for and what to appreciate a bit more rather than trying to work out what was going on, I think second watch, it's going to be better. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I really enjoyed the first bit. Um, I believe that the parts um, of the, 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 the other films that do the second bit better um, that I've seen before, um, and I am at a 70. Okay, so we're about, we're about the same when we come out. Yeah, I mean, so I mean for the first part, and totally Colette, I mean, like I say, it doesn't actually, I mean, it, it could have actually made me want to watch more family. It doesn't, do you know what I mean? I don't want to watch more dramas, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But if they were all of that calibre, yeah. um, with the acting and the cinematography and, and, and the sound, and, and like I say, the visceral part, um, then then I would do. But, um, but uh, yeah, um, it's, that's, it's about a 70 for me. Yeah, which I mean, sitting currently at 7.7 .7 on IMDb. I think that's about right. I, th I think I'd be happy with that. I think I'd watch it. Oh, I'll certainly watch it. I mean, um, I, don't get me wrong. It's the sort of thing that I'd, I would suggest that people who don't like horror films should watch. Yeah. Um, because it's, like I say, because the, the other part of it is, is that good and it's not that gory. And, and, and like I say, the horror part is tagged on to a, to a small bit at the end. Yeah. And I, I suppose one bit of advice on watching it, and this could be your boyfriend or your girlfriend, husband or wife. Don't watch it with someone who keeps asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you get sitting with someone who keeps asking who's that and what have they done, you're going to lose it very quick. Mm. Or is easily led into clicking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. sitting around the house. It, mm. it's, it's a good watch. Mm. I enjoyed it. It's restored my faith in films a little bit because mm. there's been the last few we've been and seen haven't been the best or no. most solid films no um i think it got bigged up a bit more well potentially it could um, be. yeah we, we all fall foul into those believing the best horror film well it does say i mean people say but i've still seen reviews and people saying they wouldn't want to watch it again because it was so it had so emotionally and people came out and said that they wanted to cry etc yeah. um i can see it i mean i can suppose it certainly I mean, it so, certainly would tap on a few people's personal issues yeah. if they've also got issues with with stuff that, that she's going through and mental illness yeah. and all that. I, I'm pretty sure it can. 
Um, but it's just those points that just drag you I mean, you it out. comes back to a couple of things that you are an emotionless bag. Um, <laughs> so you can't actually empathise with anyone. No, no, no. I, mean, no, no. I, I enjoyed the acting. I mean, yeah, I, didn't really, I didn't really get what all the fuss was about. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> didn't even say anything about the blood on her seats. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Um, no. But I, I think being mainly horror fans, we we're sort of desensitised a bit with yeah. certain bits. Certainly a good a, a good debut. Yeah. Debut. Yeah. Very good yeah. filmmaking. He's one to look out for. Really. Yeah. So there you go. That is the review and the score of Hereditary. Um, I'm sure with this film, 100% there'll be people who disagree, people who agree. Um, we've, we've messed up the timeline a lot on it because it's a difficult one to keep track of. Yeah. Um, and we're amateurs. We, yeah, we're at, we, we're getting used to the whole review thing. <laughs> we're all over the place. It's, it's yeah. It's it, how we're seeing it and how things that are clicking on for yeah. us. I mean, we didn't get a chance to rewatch it. It's not out yet. We were basically going on 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 what we remember. Um, we will certainly get better at this. Um, so, and we will certainly get reviews down and 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 get it um, and get it proper. Um, Mark can't even read his own handwriting, so. Um, I think Amy would have been better than Annie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I don't know. Annie's got Annie's quite a brash name. I think it fat, it did okay. fit the character. Oh, well. <laughs> We're going to disagree about <laughs> that. We disagree yeah. on that. Um, okay, so that's the first review, and that was Hereditary. Um, hope you liked it. So, Mark, um, seeing as we are a week or so removed from Hereditary, um, hence obviously our timelines and stuff <laughs> being pretty bad on that, and remembering things, um, we sure we get better at that. Um, you got anything else you watched this week? I have, Steve. You <laughs> lucky old thing. That is lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is one of those things that you might just think, oh dear, what has he been watching? Yeah. I am known a little bit for my strange taste in film. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I don't know why I remembered a film that I had on VHS. Right. Um, Which you didn't film. watch it on. You haven't got one of those now. Though. I haven't watched it now, no. But They're really good. They're, yeah. The VHS is a proper it, comeback. The kids want to Google what VHS is. Oh, yeah, yeah. There might I mean, be some people that know. Genuinely yeah. might not actually know what VHS <laughs> But I had it on VHS. And then I thought, just trying to fill parts of the collection up, really. And I thought, well, I'll have a nose. And it was a film called Virgin Suicides. All right. Um, which was Kirsten Dunst uh-huh. and Kathleen Turner. Right. Um, just about a repressed religious family that stopped their daughters going <laughs> oh, out. And it's basically the story of, it's a coming of age thing of people who are at school remembering back to the summer that all the daughters killed themselves, basically. Lovely. Yeah, it sounds cheery. Um, but some, and I mean, I personally think an amazing performance by um, Kathleen Turner. But it's one of those, I just, it's just got a weird undertone to it. But at the same time, it it, it skips along nicely. He's yeah. one of those. He, he was it was as good as I remembered. Good. He was never going to set the world alight. It was just one of those. Just, I'm I'm not convinced you've actually watched it before, have you? I have not. No, have you no, heard of it? No. Um, Is it one you'd actually ever heard of on your radar? Uh, I think I've probably heard of the name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a few of the girls in there. One of the girls was Forrest Gump's friend Jenny. Oh right. So yeah. It was around yeah. that sort of time. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what year it was, but okay. it was one of those. And then I got a little bit excited um, with the whole new Cobra Kai series out. 
uh, you have. Karate Kid yeah. is one of my favourite films. I can't help it. Um, the one with um, Jaden Smith? No. The original <laughs> one. Um, bit of rock and roll Were you story. alive for the for, for 1984, the I was two. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, would have been a couple of years after <laughs> I watched it, obviously. Um, but picture the scene. Got some ironing to do. So <laughs> I was sitting there doing some ironing. I think, oh, watch the Karate Kid. Try and put the pieces together from Cobra Kai. I put the DVD on. I know how much you hate DVD. I don't hate DVD. You, I mean, I, you, I, I've, got, I've got lots and lots and lots of DVD. Which lots you of don't stuff. watch because you refuse to watch them because of... I don't. I mean, I've, I, I, I don't watch them. I mean, it's... it's it's difficult to say. I mean, I can get you can get films digitally now. A lot of the ones digital streaming, etc. Um, the picture quality is better. I don't particularly have um, a need to watch anything um, grainy. I mean, I'd rather watch a 4K version of RoboCop than I would a DVD yeah. with the grain. But well, there we go. I don't have a. Di- well, the Please don't send me I'm, death I'm threats. I'm just about to sort of agree <laughs> with you because um, I watched it on DVD. <laughs> and it was almost like watching it on VHS. And I thought, wow, uh, they really have literally just taped VHS. So I got on eBay, which I thought I'd have a little bid around, and found the Steelbook Blu-ray. Oh, no, I used to come to Steelbook. Steelbook Blu-ray. Uh, it's just one of my favourite. There's going to be a few I'll get on Steelbook, but most of them I'll just get on Blu-ray. Um, so luckily for me, there was a bit more ironing to do. So when it turned up, I rewatched it in Blu-ray and... I, I am a sad person, get this, but it blew me away. I didn't realise. <laughs> the transfer, I shit. didn't realise how well they could do the transfer. Really? It was just amazing. Actually amazing. I was that just, I don't, part of me think I was always, oh no, it's got the charm. I want the charm of the old films. But then I started agreeing with you and thinking, I've now got a transfer of like a thousand DVDs over to Blu-ray. Well, we've just got you a new 4K telly, do you know yeah, what I mean? I mean pretty amazing yeah. it was stunning good um yeah we should watch it we should do a mandate and watch it yeah yeah you're not convinced are you? no no i mean like i say yeah it was, i mean it's certainly a good film um my only i'm i'm not a great fan of the cobra kai series um you only watch the first two episodes yeah no, i don't think i could watch oh, anymore it's a grower yeah yeah do you know actually i was watching um this episode one has had over 40 million views has it 40 million yeah, and we're getting a season two. Very excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd certainly uh, would watch it again. Um, it's uh, it certainly has put me off a bit watching Cobra Kai, um, but yeah. So, so still, still holding up then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's one of those. It's a bit retro. It's got some good memories for me. It's one. Of, it'll always be a great film, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But what have you been watching? I have actually been more modern than you. All right, sure. Um, <laughs> I um, have watched a couple of things this week. Uh, the first one is Rampage. <laughs> with Dwayne, oh, no. <laughs> with Dwayne oh, The Rock no. Johnson. Actually, I read something the other day, the highest paid actor in the world now. Pretty much so. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought so. I didn't so. see that is coming. It? I mean, he's got another new film coming out. I mean... I haven't suggested it to go and watch for review, but called Skyscraper, it's out next week. Um, Do you think this is an Oscar performance? <laughs> for the Rampage one? Uh, I do not. Although, <laughs> if you take it on face value for what it is, um, I mean, I remember the video game. Um, 
early 80s, I think, something like 82, something like I that. Remember Sonic the Hedgehog? No, Rampage, a classic, okay. um, a classic um, arcade machine. Is it um, based on an arcade game or is it, it based is, yeah. on the story from the game? It's based on the arcade game. So okay. the arcade game is basically um, a large ape, um, a reptile and a large wolf and you control one of each of them and you basically have to smash buildings down and kill the army and stuff wow. it's called rampage yeah, i'm never watching that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um listen the film is what it is it's basically an action film set pieces large animals in it slightly more um adult than i thought there's people certainly getting eaten and things like that oh, okay. but listen i'm not gonna beat around the bush i mean it, it is what it is but um it's not the worst film in the world Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then I watched something that could possibly be one of the worst films in the world, oh, yeah. um, which was, it's, I don't know why I watch these things, which was Blockers, starring John Cena. Oh, um, you're having a proper WWE fest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start watching Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan yeah, next maybe. week? It might be better than this. Um, John Cena, Leslie Mann, and Ike Barinholtz. Um, uh, yeah, basically a story about three sets of parents who find out that their daughters have got a sex pack to lose their virginity on prom night and promptly chaos ensues as they try and stop them. Oh, um, it sounds hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't really look at. 65 on IMDb, and I know that we use IMDb yeah, for 6. our 6.5, it's not a bad score. It's not. I'd watch a 6.5 film. It's, I mean, listen, I mean, if, if anyone actually um, is thinking about watching um, something like this, there are, there is certainly better films. It's not great. John Cena plays a buffoon, a, a, a straight-laced person. He doesn't do it particularly well. He's not that great at comedy yet. Leslie Mann, I like. Um... And Ike Barinholtz, he was okay, but it was all very sickly sweet. Um, Did it have a happy ending where everyone was all jolly at the end? Yeah, of course. Awful. Not that, sorry, spoiler. Of course, it had an happy ending. <laughs> um, and I mean, apart from quite a few thousand people who got eaten, then Rampage had a fairly happy ending. I mean, these films can't have a WWE story and have had a sad ending, can you? Do you know what I mean? It must be in their contract. Um, so yeah, and then I mean a couple of other bits. I've got to mention that um, I watched some Arrow um, reprints of, um, uh, or basically reissues of Madman, um, Maniac, um, lots of horror. And I've got to be honest. I mean they are very much eighties B movies. I mean I must have watched them when I was probably twelve years old. Um, it probably explains my personality a little bit. But the, the Arrow Films presses uh, are uh, and the transfers are absolutely stunning. Really, really good. I love an old B movie. I oh, know. I mean, it doesn't look like an old B. I mean, the, 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 the actual way that they've transferred it is amazing. Really amazing. It was a bit of a Karate Kid moment. Yeah, so I had a couple of sickly sweet films and, and, and some let's go chop up some youngsters yeah. in the woods. So you have yeah. had some time this week. Uh, well, it's been like a week and a half, hasn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well I haven't had any more ironing need doing yet. <laughs> no, no. Well, um, so yeah. So um, I've put the effort in. Is what we're saying basically. Um, so now um, this is uh, the next section. Um, very nearly the last section. So we're going to explain it. Um, 
So obviously, I mean, from 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 what we've talked about, we've both got a love of horror films. Um, it's it's about probably the one we agree on the most. Yeah, but we've also realised that um, there are genres of film that I like and you don't like. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to say it. My name's Mark and I like a rom-com. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm yeah. putting it out there. Yeah, um, yeah that's that certainly. So so what we decided to do is come up with a feature where um, I t- get Mark to watch a film that I have watched, remember, and prepared to re-watch, I love, I want to talk about. Um, and then... Basically that I haven't seen. Yes. That That's the crux is... I have a few holes in my my um, films that I've watched. Some big holes, very some, big holes. Some strategical. Some some reason I just haven't got round to watching. <laughs> I've I've not tried to avoid them. I've just never sat down and watched. And we have that moment where we walk in and one will look open mouthed at the other that they haven't seen a film. So it's about challenging each other to maybe watch outside of your preferred films. And find a little gem. Because there's, there's films that I've come to late that have suddenly become my favourite film that I can't believe I've avoided, and I'm hoping for a few of those. Um, um, oh, dear. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no just, I'm sure you will. Maybe not this week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so so um, so this feature, um, I give Mark a film. Like I said, he hasn't seen. I rewatch it. Um, and then you do the same to me, vice versa. Um we go away, we watch it, and then in this section, of the, we, we basically chat. So there's a couple of extra reviews, and they won't be new reviews. They'll probably be pretty much be retro reviews. Again, they will include spoilers, but we're not going to... Um, if you haven't seen some of these, I mean, they're probably going to be a fair few years old. So um, Yeah, and they might pique your interest as well, hearing about it, because it's one of those... Sometimes you just hear about a film, and it, it just resonates with you you think actually i'll give that a go or it's not something that you thought you'd give a watch plus we've got a cracking intro tune for it (laughs) we do have (laughs) an amazing intro tune we do that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside (laughs) so yeah so we've chosen the intro if you remember the intro um you are certainly closer to death than a lot of people on the planet (laughs) You, Um, you might get the tenuous link yeah, to, and, to the feature's name. Yeah, and if you don't uh, know what the music is, um, you won't understand the link to the feature's name. Yeah. Um, but like I say, hopefully the feature will be good enough anyway. Yeah, so. like I say, depending on whether you're my age, you would have been about 10 or 12, or if you were Steve's age, it's probably 18, 20. 22. Yeah, 22, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks for that. I, I, I can't believe that you was that age when it was on. Yeah. It's got to be older than that. Oh, no, probably, yeah. I'm I'll sure be. I was a teenager. You must have been in oh, that You must yeah. have watched the reruns when they were crap. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. So anyway, so this is a feature that we like to call Homework. If you do, like I say, if you do know what it, if you want to know what it is, um, I mean, it's probably highly unlikely. It's probably 
quite low. Uh, it's going to be the same people who don't know what VHS is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to know what it is, um, drop us a message and we will let you know. Um, so, Mark, homework. Something that we've been discussed for quite a while. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I found out some, obviously, I say scary things um, about you. Um, and this is one of them. Um, so, my homework to you this week is from 1977. Oh, I know where this is going already. To listen, I mean, I to be fair, to be fair, I I've got I've got quite a few now. Uh, a few of them are. Um, I mean, one of them was from 1966. I didn't give you that one, but oh, a lot of them. An old film. No, I know, I know. I'm not sure you this like is this is one. 70s. I think I know where um, this is going. Yeah. So basically. Um, uh, yeah, I couldn't start homework without prescribing this. I couldn't do it. it. It had to be done. Can I ask a question? Yes. Am I heading to the dark side? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've, I've, listen, I've got to do it. I mean, listen, I'm sitting in front of a person who has never watched a Star Wars film in his life. Or now, had any interest in Or had any stuff. interest, yeah. So um, I had to do it for the first one. I just had to. I mean, the ultimate tale of good versus evil spawning a franchise that has made prequels, sequels. I mean, the first lot of three films, 1977, and then obviously after that. This isn't my favourite, by the way. I would love to have prescribed you The Empire Strikes Back, which is my favourite. But you have to start at this one. The ultimate starting point of, of good versus evil. Um, and it spawned lots of films. You're into other films, things... All the sci-fi child's fi children's films that you like that have got villains and good people, it's all stemmed from, from this point of, of sci-fi. Um, and I just had to give it to you. Like I say, I will certainly be a bit more um, diverse afterwards. Um, but it it just had to be. It had to. Okay, no, it's fair. I, I might start understanding some people's conversations. <laughs> um so yeah, so um, don't get me wrong. I am not going to prescribe you all of the stuff. It it had to be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Why don't I start Episode One? What? Well, this is this is the thing. So Star Wars, the first one, nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. The prequels were made afterwards, okay. so the prequels were added on and. They're really it. This is the one. These are the ones that encompass the actual the actual whole thing. Personally, I'm not a great fan of those. I watched them because I like Star Wars. I do love. I I, I like them because they they they've got all the same energy and they've got all the same creature and they've got all the same races and planets and and the struggle between good and evil. But Star Wars was the first one and then they made the prequels before okay. so this is basically where is this the um, one that's got captain kirk rather than picard <laughs> you're such a prick it's not even funny <laughs> do you know what i mean um after this i mean like i say i mean obviously long-standing joke with you saying about picard when i talk about star wars um i'm hoping that this actually shows you what it was about yeah. the, the effects for its time are just stunning um and like I say, the, the the battle and it's just a fantastic story. It's just one of the best stories that you'll ever see. Um, and 
that is my homework for you this week. Thank you. Before I know it, I'll be building a Lego Starship Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I nearly, I, 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 my wife was going to buy me a, a Lego Death Star. I mean, I'm not... I, I'm I not, don't know what that means. No, anyway, you will. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm not that sort of... But it's just those, those symbols of those Star Wars films. Um, they live with you throughout your life it doesn't matter whether you are a star wars geek and do it all or whatever if some if someone if you've just seen all the films and someone says to you i'm going to give you a lego death star man i mean you're going to take it and you're going to build it do you okay. know what i mean um so um yeah i'm hoping that you that you get that plus i get to watch it again so okay. thank you you're welcome i'll sit and watch that one with pleasure <laughs> you're good um, so yeah your turn then thank you um, and likewise really I was going to start with something a little bit more my theme <laughs> um, there are some, again some great films that I want to get you to watch that I know you haven't watched that I genuinely believe are amazing films um, and I think you will like this one I can't believe you've never seen it and I know you're going to just hate the thought <laughs> of having to watch it and don't judge me too much because I just think it's a brilliant film. God, I know what you always think. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay. All right. Give it to me. You are going to sit down. Yeah. With popcorn <laughs> and a big drink and a box of tissues and a box of tissues. God, you're not watching him sort of film. Oh, right. No, crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and you're going to sit down and watch Notting Hill, mate. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! You are going to see. Oh man, actually, pretty good performances. Okay, all right. I mean, I know nothing about this film. Um, I, I, I know that people watch it, and I know it probably comes on the same like Star Wars at Christmas. Um, I believe it's in the same vein as um, what was it, Four Weddings or something like that. That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I've heard about it. Um. Okay, no, I mean I'll take my my punishment. <laughs> Don't look at it as a punishment. It, I actually yeah. think it's a really good film. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go in with an open mind. Yeah, go in with an open mind. Try not to judge it too much. No, um, you get a great performance by Emma Chambers, who we lost this year, last year. Alice from Vicar of Dibley. Okay, right. Um, okay. Hugh Grant plays the same character Hugh Grant does in every film. Granted. <laughs> Um, I like it. It's okay. My, it's, I like. It's a good film. Okay. Right. I'll look yeah. forward to that then. Yeah. I'll look forward to that. Um, I'll suggest a bottle of red. Sit <laughs> <laughs> a little bit civilized. Oh yeah. uh, dear. Okay. Yeah. So there we have it. Um, the homework that w so the two films that we're going to discuss next week in homework. Um, Mark is going to watch star wars episode four a new hope yay and i am going to watch <laughs> notting hill yeah so yeah i never expected you to say those words <laughs> no it's come out of my mouth ever um okay so that's 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 basically um that's basically going to be homework next week so if you um, well, you either have interest in those films or want to hear a squirm about what we're doing, or like I say, if you want to hear us basically seeing the light to those and <laughs> I, those I, genres. I've got a feeling yours might evoke a bit more, or the one I've got to watch might 
evoke a bit more reaction than the one I'm getting you to watch. Yeah. Um, but I stand by my decision. Okay. There, there will be better films to follow, but it was more <laughs> shock factor this okay. way. I know you was going for the easy one. Um, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that, it's fine. That's what it's all about. That's what we're going to try and do. So, um, so yeah, so we'll look forward to um, watching those this week. So, the main review. Um, the main review for next week, um, I believe that we've, we're going to try our local cinema again. We're going to go and support our local cinema. We are. <laughs> so we, we're going to try to do this one, assuming that no one started it wrong, no one's advertised the wrong film. <laughs> again, though, we are about a week behind. So yeah. um, I will say that we are about a week behind. Other people have reviewed it. Other people have seen it. Um, so we, um, yeah. We, we are just a little bit behind with it. Um, and this is, for me, this is last roll of the dice with this particular franchise. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did check out a couple of films ago, but I'm willing to give it another yeah, go. No, I, I, I was so excited about the last offering and was so let down. Okay. I'm really hoping that this can try and claw back a little bit okay. of respectability for it. So, the film that we're going to go and see uh, this week is... Jurassic Park, The Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, it is. Um, we are, oh, I think we're a couple of weeks behind on that one. I, I think we I are think a couple. Yeah, um, But we need to catch up. So we're going to go and see that. Um, and then by the time that it comes round to uh, reviewing, doing a new one, we will get far more up to date um, so um, that we're not a week or so behind I everyone mean, else. As mentioned before, we've got another Scream Unseen coming up. I think we we're going to try and do a special. Oh, yeah. So on that, yeah. which I think is the ninth. So that will be hopefully before people have seen. It will be, yeah. And um, now, spoiler-wise, if we can get it out quick yeah. enough, we'll discuss what we're going to do spoiler-wise with that because um, we are we are going to do some screen unseen specials. So maybe once a month, or whenever they do them, once a yeah. month, once every two months, we'll do a special episode. We'll go and see Scream Unseen, um, and we will decide what to do because we will be seeing it two or three weeks in advance. Yeah, and I think a lot of it will depend on the film. Yeah, I still maintain with what we've reviewed. Badly tonight, um, <laughs> what we've reviewed would have been difficult to do, but hopefully the next film we can do without spoilers and maybe just do a little spoiler discussion at the end, seeing as I will be seeing it so far ahead, or yeah. so far, an, an amount further than anyone else. Yeah, it's normally a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Two or three weeks. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, we'll do Jurassic Park, um, and then after that we will certainly have a look and see what else is um, is coming out, um, and let you know next week. Yeah, we'll try and keep it as fresh as we can. Yeah, um, yeah. So in cinemas next week, um, we have. He says frantically tapping at his iPad. That's crazy. We we, we are going to get better at this. We promise. Um, so yeah, in cinemas next week we have uh, Mission Impossible. Um, MI6. Um, Hands up, I've never seen a Mission Impossible film. And uh, what looks like um, Mamma Mia, here we go again. And I will never be seeing a Mamma Mia film. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's one of the ones that, that you'll probably go and see. But this is a good thing because I know I'm not going to get that one from homework because I can't <laughs> imagine him sitting down and watching it. I either. might just do it, I might just do it. Um, so, yeah, so anything else to add? No, I think we're, I think we're all set up. Okay. So as our, our usual thing will be, 
main review homework um, and hopefully it will get a little bit more structured and a little bit more professional as we go along yeah so bear um, with us thank you for listening if yeah. you're still with us <laughs> I don't like died as I <laughs> in his sleep yeah. Um, yeah okay so thank you very much for listening to the first movie drone and we shall see you soon Bye.